Hello, my name is Bravado, and this is Plainly Speaking with Baggy and Bravado. Um, welcome to this episode. Um, this is the first episode we're releasing for the year 2024. And actually, we recorded this episode last year, and we began talk on looking at the end of the world. And in this episode, we just go via off different subjects and topics before we get right into the topic, and that will be coming in the next episode. So. Just sit back, relax, and listen to this episode with us. God bless you. And this has always been my argument, especially when we look at it from the art scene, maybe from music. Every Christian, every musician that has come out of the church and has said we need to go away from the four walls of the church, we need to influence the music world and everything, have all ended up backsliding. They are more Christian. Yes, Simali music. They are more there are there are more Christians in government. There are more Christians. And then see the testimony of people like Monkey. Do you understand? See, then you see the testimony of people. See, this is what we think. We think the, the, this is the mistake we're making. Eh? We think that God is ready to lose the saints that are faithful to Him over a disobedient world. Because is God coming? Is God coming for a disobedient world? Or he's coming for people that have been faithful to him. Because we think, oh, we need to, we need to, we need to, like one of the things that was said to me today that, oh, Christians, we need to break away from our silos that were being myopic, just staying in the pulpit. For goodness sake. And, and ask that guy, that one that has broken out, he's not going to clubs now. Do you, do you understand? I see him go, I'm seeing him going for parties. He's in lounges, taking pictures. <laughs> Is that the marketplace evangelist? <laughs> Is that the marketplace evangelism? Is that is, is, is that is that the reason why you entered there? Do you, know you can sit there in the lounge where you say, where unbelievers are sitting? I'm sitting now. You can see that we are drinking what they are drinking. So, so that is the height of your gospel. It was useless. Because the unbelievers were doing it before you came. You were doing it before you came. I would say, you see, if God saved me and died for me so I would buy them. That's why God died. So that I would buy them. The guys who make the best don't know God and they don't care for you. No care. They are making it. They are literally they are making, making it. Money. I'm giving them 100 million for a G wagon. They are saying thank you. And I say, man, your God that gave you this money. Wow. Tell me about this God that gave you this money. Papa, they will call me next year and say this is an upgrade. <laughs> that one you are doing. He's old. He's old. They will exploit my covetousness. True. True to that. So if God died for me to be covetous, then he said he wasted his time. He wasted because time. the devil will employ it. He will employ it. Now, man, it's here. You see, not just forgive that copy. not even Let's not correct them. Let's just see what the scripture says, so that we are yeah. those who to. Yeah. And even we ourselves. In it and seeing the truth. I the truth. Yeah. Yes. I had to turn myself consciously one time. I don't want a young person coming around me. And he's inspired to make money. God forbid. To be inspired for faithfulness. Yes. And like Don't I told you that day, like I told you that day, I was talking I, to a young guys. I used to go to my church there. Yeah. Dirty cloth. Yeah. I went dirty cloth, mechanical, and go to my church until I'm married. My wife asked me what did you used to do. I said so that they, so that the young people there with me. I'm a working man. Yeah. Because you can see me look sweet on Sunday. True. 
But you need to know I'm a working man. I'm a working man. You need to know. I was talking. I was talking to and, you. And I'm a working man with my hands. Yeah. I was talking to a young girl in church. So there's dignity in that. Yeah. I was talking to a young girl in church the other day, and I said, "Oh, I've not seen you in a while. Uh, what's up? What's happening with you?" And she was looking better than I had seen her last. Yeah. Last time I saw, I think she was not feeling too well, and she was looking so emaciated. I think I had to even give her some money to get drugs or something. And just so I was looking at her now, looking better, dressed well, look very flashy and everything. So I said, "Ah, have you been?" She said, "Walk." I said, "Where do you walk?" She was hesitating to tell me where she was walking. I said, "Ma," I said, "Madam, why are you walking?" He said, I'm a secure, I am a security, security guard. I said, that what, Do you know that? So I told her, I said, is that what you are struggling to tell me? Are you kidding me? Are you kidding me? I said, you, I said, I, I told her, I said, you look better than I saw you last. That means this job is such a good job. What's wrong with you? She said, oh, that is, just, I said, I, I know the demands of, of being a security guard. Especially when you're looking at the lady's makeup. Oh, you stay all night. Oh, this, that, that. I get that. But I say, see, you have a job. There's dignity in every labor. And you can set a timeline. It's a growth. You are growing. You know, Paul said to servant, right? Let me find it. This is in Titus chapter 2. Okay. Paul told servant, he says, serve so beautifully, right? Yeah. That you make, they make, you make the gospel of Christ attractive. Wow. See what it says in verse 9, 2 verse 9, 9 to 10. It said, teach slaves to be subject to their masters in everything, to try to please them and not to talk back to them, wow. and not to steal from them, but to show that they can be fully trusted, so that in every way they will make the teaching about our God and our Savior attractive. Wow. And I, so that in every way, they will make the teaching about our God and our Savior attractive. How are they making it attractive? By their faithfulness. And you know, no, by how much money they were making. So I'm, I was just about to go. I was just, I was just, I was just about to go there. That we are telling people that the way to make the gospel is attractive is to is to is to excel, take the top position, have money, have fame. And Paul is just saying, dudes, just be faithful where you are. That's how you see Bagobega even give you a small testimony. I picked up. Wait, for that testimony, let me just even drop this. Okay. Thing. Yeah. You know the reason why is our gospel is problematic? Because we are using covetousness. <laughs> and covetousness, Jesus says, is idolatry. It's idolatry. So we have set another God before the people. Another God is demonic. Very demonic. God begs us, who says, let your conversation, let your conduct be without covetousness, but be content. Paul says, for no covetous person who is an idolater would have a part in the kingdom of God. No part. And so, you are saying, I'm covetous for Jesus. You will go to hell with your covetousness. You will go to hell. Because, you see, because you cannot serve like Jesus wants you to serve. How can Jesus send me to Abu Leba? How did he send me here? He can send me anywhere because he knows my heart is for him. Wow. He knows. According to the testimony. So, I'm just seeing the scripture and seeing conduct and how conduct 
is a great witness to the salvation message and making it attractive. So I picked up, first of all, I drove, I was bringing my wife from the market because she had an order to cook for somebody. So I was bringing her from the market. So these are, they are like two elderly ladies that I'm very kind of like almost cordial with. I see them, I greet them, mommy, good afternoon, my mommy, good. And I'm just very, they, they kind of like take a liking to me. So one of them, she came to give me a flyer. She goes to MFM. She's giving me a flyer and she was talking. Then I think, I don't know if, if I was the one that brought it up, church, but she brought it up. Um, I told her that, ah, well, she, okay, she said she heard that while we are moving. I said, yes, but thank God that we've gotten another place. It's just God. And I told her about the place. She said, oh, wow, that's good. I'm so happy for you people. And that place is even better. The house is well. God has done it for you people. We're just talking. Then I picked up an older lady, another older lady who stays on the, on the floor beneath the one I'm moving to. So she stays on the fourth floor. Okay. I'm moving to the fifth floor. So I was talking with her. You're presently on the seventh. I'm, yeah, I'm presently on the seventh. So the house I'm moving to is the fifth. So she stays on the fourth. So I said, I'm mommy that, oh, I was going to tell you that um, I'm, I'm moving. She said, oh, my son. <laughs> she said, you don't know that I have been. The, I, I was almost, I, I was almost, because I did drive, I almost had to, I almost paused to reflect. Because she said, my son, you don't know that we have been fighting for you. I said, I said, she said that when I heard that those people have sold the house and you have to move out, I said, no, this boy cannot leave this estate. This boy cannot leave, he cannot, cannot leave this block. So she said, when the pastor that is giving me his house to rent came to tell, tell invite her for his wedding and tell her that ah, he's moving out, she said, when she asked him, are you selling a house or renting it? And he said, that ah, she's giving it to me. She said, my son, I rejoiced on your behalf. I even told my husband, her husband is suffering from stroke. See, I told my husband that that boy has gotten the house. That is his house. And I was like, what's this? And, the, and wait, this woman, this woman, this woman told me that I don't know why I like you. I don't know why I like you. There's a problem by my estate. He doesn't know I work in church. He has never come to work for me in church. But after dealing one or twice, the one time he messed up big time. I even called him on that the phone. I, I called him on the phone. I told you I said I had to go jack the guy. Do you know after with all the shouting I shouted on this guy, when he finally did the work and left, he told me that the way I handled him, he knows I am a true man of God. I kid you not. So anytime he sees me now, he calls me man of God. And I'm seeing that scene. But there are people that there are people that call that call my wife. Call me on the call. And just a professor. We see great group. Mother. Mother. We are on our knees for you. These women are 80. 70, 80. Fathers, 70, 80. Wow. Hug me, cry. We say we see great group. Wow. People stop stressing. I'm fine. <laughs> like I'm telling, like fathers, mothers. I'm older than my older than my mother. 18, 87, wow. 18, 90. Baba is about eighty-five or so. Wow. Hug me. Say we see this. Now some fathers they're in their sixties. One just retired, right? So he retired. They were about to open a business center somewhere. Yeah. He called me. This man is in the city. He called me. He said, come and pray for where I'm opening. 
I said, okay, daddy, I'll come by three o'clock. That was about. I had meetings. I said, okay, daddy, I will try and escape during my break and come by three o'clock. When I got there, they were so moved. They came out to see me after praying for the place. These men love me. Oh. They said that I even came the same day. And they told that I would have given them time. I said, that is for what? You're my father's. Yeah. You're my father's. I said, I didn't even need to be your pastor. You just, you fact, even called me, said, I should come. I said, who come and pray? And the funny thing about it is, even the woman that I print stuff from, I used to print, my office, the printer is bad. Okay. And so I've not been able to get a charger for it because all those chargers are internal. Internal, internal chargers. Okay. okay. So I have to open it to get a charger. Look for it. So I send documents to a lady nearby and she prints it for me. So on this Saturday, I went a Saturday. So I went to print this hour, that was stuff used for the Bible study for her. Yeah, okay. You know, she saved my name as an Afro. Pastor Badi. She doesn't know me as a pastor. This is my office area, brother. She saved my name as Pastor Bagi Uchechuko Ubiaju. That's how she saved my name. <laughs> I've had no dealings with these people on gospel ten. One day I carried all my small children, there were like six or seven or eight of them. Went to do evangelism on my street on a Sunday. Guys were smoking. They were greeting me as pastor. I told my children, go and share flowers for them. These children, six, seven, eight, go and share flowers. When I finish, come and meet me. I will call you out. Share the flowers. Uh, uh, recently, even the, even, I even hate the Christian psychophants. Recently, my wife's friend had um, snapped to one of these popular Christian musicians. That one of the it. best. Nothing about it. Yes. I saw it on stuff as well. We love him so much. Yeah, we love him. You know, he looks very, he looks very tired. Looks very tired. I was like, <laughs> like, why are you stressing this man? Now? This man should go and rest. You should not, you should not so take any invite to any church anything. You should so have rest. Why did you post? So ask me, why did you post? I said, don't you realize that when you do things to be seen of men, you have received your Yeah. You're not afraid. So you, you met him, he prayed for you, you recorded and posted it. Why? Why? You cannot keep God's word in your heart. The angel spoke to Mary, she kept it in her heart. She didn't, she didn't go on Elizabeth social media. She, 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 Elizabeth spoke to Mary, she kept it in her she, heart. She didn't go on social media that in the gateway just spoke to me, I'll be conceiving a child the next time. What the <laughs> she have come out here, Elizabeth told me. She kept it in her heart. Why are we not in that place where you could keep things in your heart? In your heart, yeah. Why? So I told my wife, this is the reason why God cannot move like he wants to. Because if God moves through me like he wants to, you will worship me and not him. Yeah, true. That's the true. problem. That's so true. God will be competing with his glory with me. Yeah. Because if God opens blind eye for me, what will happen is 500 people will come and say, I want to be a disciple. Yes, no. Failing to realize that should you be my disciples, I we do not because we do not owe art, I do not owe my theology to anybody. Yeah, God. yeah. I am free to be true to Jesus. Yeah. Right, and to what He reveals to me. Like I, like we said in one of the podcasts, I, I'm not afraid of going the roundabout way. 
to yeah. arrive in at what the church always do. Yeah. Let me do the journey myself. True. Right. Now, this is not like Lacrie saying, leave the church. And no, no, I'm, I'm, I'm still Find out if Christ is worth it. He's a stupid person. <laughs> and what has he been using Christ for to be popular? Oh my God. He would have been an unsuccessful secular musician. So, so has it not been worth it? At least, he would have been an unsuccessful secular yes, musician. Yes, at least have tried it. NF is proving that to us. NF is at, having us. 10 billion streams on, 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 on Spotify. Of singing of his not pain. Being a pastor, he's not yes. being a Christian, a pastor. He's, he's just sing, singing of his frustrations. Finish for five albums. If you wanted now. to do that, do that. <laughs> Only five, five albums. This last one, uh, I've listened to this last one now. The whole album. Man, his frustrations again. Now why? Now why? After that first album, when I listened to, I think the second album, second album was one. Therapy session. Therapy session. Therapy session was second one. Then okay. But at least I say waiting again now. This guy is frustrated. Then I think, you know, I then I think when I now listen perception. to perception, I say what? I say I know. I say when we reach search, when we come reach search, come here they follow like what? when we reach search, search. Small small light come the breakthrough. Small small light. When I go up, all those small small light. That's yeah. why I hope I was looking for the. Old. I was not seeing myself. Thank you. See why NF gets to six? Because I, I like, I love the dude. He's, he's my only, yeah. he's my rapper. I, I, I love his labor. I love his labor. We always love, I love his, his labor. labor, yes. We always love, we always love his labor, yeah. And it's For me, he's just my rapper. I, I love, yeah. I love <laughs> Yeah. But I, I don't listen, I cannot listen to Seclava. Yeah, true. I cannot listen to Christeva. <laughs> because. You <laughs> did fight, you did fight with the, yes. you did fight with the lyrics. Yes, that's why I went down the monito. I went there college for them. That's why I went down the monito. My monument told me, Aggie. I thought my wife was, she did it, a challenge, a great challenge. I didn't, I didn't know she was a teacher. She did all those video skits where you are dancing or mimicking, rapping, lip syncing to something. Yeah, lip okay. To one song, then maybe one secular song. So, Mono attacked me, came on my DC, because I posted it. He said, Why is your wife, why is your babe doing this? This is ungodly. Introduce her to Christian yeah. artists. I remember you, you share with me. I said, Christian yeah. artist. I said, So I asked him, Which Christian artist should I introduce? He said, Lacre. I said, Which Lacre is Christian artist? He said, I said, Which are the meaning is Christian artist? I said, Baba, I prefer she's listening to this in between song. At least when it's in between, I can say, We don't have to good. judge it. Yes, we don't have to judge it. I don't have to judge it outright. Yeah, judge it outright. When it's Christian, how do I judge it? How do I judge it? Because the difficulty they have now is not because of this thing we're talking about today about the word preaching success. Yeah. This success preaching. Yeah. It is the word that is preaching it. It will not be hard to talk about. But, okay. but let me I will tell you this thing. There's a there's a guy that there's a guy that has spoken at the GLS before. He's a he he I'm I'm reading I, I downloaded one of his books yesterday, but I even sent it to my sister PP. I said, oh, sis, you like to read this one. Because I, I stopped on one of his podcasts and I was just that's an exciting stuff motivational stuff, hard work, consistency, learning community and leadership. So I said that I said, I said, do you know I do you know I, I, I can listen to him? First of all, he's actually pastor's in church. First of all, he was he's somebody that has been in and had done several business. He has been a Christian. He has done several businesses, different startups, different these, different these. He's into fashion, he's into this, he's into this. And because he's a Christian, he just felt, oh you know what? Let me plant a church. And he planted the church. 
I can listen to it. I can read this book. Because what I know is that this is not somebody that started out as a pastor and is not trying to branch into other things. Off. Off being a pastor. It's, it's, it's the reason why I can listen to John C. Maxwell. Yes. Yes. Because I know that. Because I know that this is your field. You are speaking from an experience. You are speaking from... And you are, not, and you are doing one great service to me. You are not trying to read scripture into what you are doing. So you are not quoting Isaiah 60 for me and trying to bring out motivational points from it. You are leaving scripture where scripture should be. And you are telling me how you are, how you are being diligent in work, how you are being which faithful. Which is consistent with which, scripture. Which is consistent with scripture. So it's easier to listen to you because I don't want to be listening to somebody that in trying to pass a motivational point to me is taking scripture that I know is saying this particular thing and you're trying to force it to say this particular thing you're passing to me. I will struggle. And my wife was asking, my wife was really shocked I was reading this book. When I said, ah, yeah. you normally don't read motivational books. I said, I don't read Nigerian motivational books. Because a lot of, yeah, because a lot of Nigerian motivational speakers were people that were pastors in church and are trying to, and are trying to, and are trying to, and I've used, and I've changed the platform. Use Jesus to get platform. You get platform. And are trying to, Teach me Bible secrets for my, please. I don't need that. Please, if just you, teach me the secret, don't tell yes. us from Bible. Yes, just just Where teach me. Must I look at the ant? Just yes. teach me for Don't teach tell me Bible anything. Just look at ant and teach me for man. Because now they will get gathering food. Yes, because now they will get problem. Once you start that Bible, ah no no no, no problem with them because you because you then you give new meaning. You give new meaning. It is, is this madness? Eh? And, and to be honest with you, that's like I said, I used to I mean, mention Samadhi. Yeah. yeah. For me, Samadhi, you are pastor, pastor. Yes. You planted church, you grew church, you are Jesus church, church, church. John C. Maxwell, he was a professional pastor. When the seminary school came out, they gave him employment letter. He saw one church that did not have a pastor. He applied Skyline, Skyline Church, Skyline. I remember. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah. so for him, he did not use Jesus. Yes. It's more like he felt he had the stuff of leadership, went to seminary school, thought he could use it for the body. Then realized that, yeah, he's really a good leader. And then goes administrative with it. Fantastic. Yeah. You are Jesus, 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 Jesus. Then you remove Jesus from your profile. And you now put leadership coach. Yeah. <laughs> Thunder will fire that leadership. I'm telling you, the truth. see, you are ashamed of his name, you'll be ashamed of you. Thunder will fire that leadership. Forbes, what Forbes, kind of nonsense leadership? It's Forbes Coach, Forbes Coach, Dr. Samadim, founder of this Star Christian Center. The, the, that center is where, is where they think, until, until the world is a move Christian, Sumi so Star Center. You will see it. You will see it. How to make effective leader. And they will say, Jesus is not calling disciples Christian. You will see it. They will justify it. They will justify it. You see, you know, Christians only appear three times in the Bible, so you don't need to be called a Christian. Okay, you see, no be, it's coming. No be, when I did, I did, I did leave One guy will be eighties for him. That's when they follow me. Talk, tell me, say, ah, I'm the only pastor he listens to. He likes his pastor, pastor. But if we, to him, he's not a pastor. He's a motivational speaker. This was 2014. Yes, and. 
I took that as his, as his spite. That's why I do not think that these people listen to Bishop Oedipo. No, they don't. I, 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 I think he's the most obsessed person with Jesus that I know. That I know, actually. You people hide Jesus. You hide That's Jesus. That's why all this NSPDC NLP nonsense. They're trying to use Jesus to get fame. So you, you gather 20,000 people for one prayer. Bishop is discipling over 200,000 people every Sunday. Every Sunday, diligently. Saturday, you see them with flyers. And he's not it's trying. It's not this militant church stealing. My, my choir members are praying NLT. I have one on Sunday. I say, see you NLT. <laughs> NLP. N- you need NLP. <laughs> we do prayer meeting, you know, come. But NLP, you log on to NLP. First in the morning. I say, there's no next level for you. You'll be here with me. I'll be teaching you about God's word. No next level. You cannot pray it. Another one won't come get uh, the dead person with AS. Uh, they were praying for one year. Did he have? Did he work? She said, Baggy, why didn't, why didn't God answer us? I said, Oh, you are stupid people. NLP, one year, God changed us from AS to AS. AS to AS. I said, God will not change you. I said, When you marry and give birth to SS, God will listen to the cry of your child, not your stupid cry. Because you people are wicked. You have choice now. Yeah. But when you say NLP advert now, he said, He gave you 30 million. Say, He gave you 5 million. Wow. Brother, grace, grace, thank you grace, so grace. much. Grace. That's your story. Great, great, great. So that's your story. You're trying to NLP. You know that the pastor watches. You that know the pastor watches that. Yeah, that was because, that. Because this guy yeah. did not call the name of the daughter. Yes, sir. My that only did not call the name of his daughter. That he that said, that. My daughter is looking for husband. The pastor is the one that said, Motunde. <laughs> ah. I said, So after NLP, you, you relax with some macaroni. <laughs> you, you relax. To watch creativity. Now, now Your daughter's uh, music. Uh, I just appeared on one. You see, wow. Let me watch know, it. Do you know what you So you, you, you represented yourself well. Amaka was telling me that the I girl, mean, Amaka, George's wife was telling me that the girl that acted, the Dorothy girl, I think the day before that video came out, or the week, the week leading to when that video came out, that a video went viral of her in a club with her boyfriend. A video, a video yes, went vi- a video went viral of how the club in her boyfriend, her breast showing all over. Has the, I think they were smoking and drinking. I'm like, ha, two size disciples. So Yinka today, when I me and Yinka, those... when, when me and Yinka were talking privately, okay. Yinka now told me that we need to the church needs to speak heavily on this LGBT, call people to repentance. And I asked Yinka, I said, which church, which pastor? I said, is it pastor that is doing ski to macaroni that will come and say LGBTQ is this thing? He can't laugh. I say it's the truth now. No, no, man, don't call LGBT. But you can ah. see. Call fornication. Call for How many of them can even call fornication? I say, call why? Fornication I say, I say, I say, I say Baggy, we are still arguing quite a bit. I think we're still telling Christians you can't quite a bit. Because we already assumed that fornication is inside. <laughs> I just said that before the KT will be coming from here. <laughs> I see, I see, I see two people, I see two people from my church. I will never cut this part from the podcast. I see, 
Also zu sagen. Ich bin ein
on ethics on Sunday. Yeah. I turned to him, I just joined the technical department. So he was shocked to see me there. And so when I was doing the message, I was doing Bible this and he was reading FX trading. And so I said, I will slap you. Ha! You are half my age. You know I'm sitting beside me, no fear, on a Sunday. If you don't have sense, I will treat you like a like animal. It must seem like we could flog you. We slap you. I said, what's your Bible? He said, poor Bible. The Bible was on the other side of the mix out. <laughs> it's like a long table. The Bible was on the other side. Or on the other end. I said, did you bring Jota? I said, no. I said, from today, if you see me in this, this place, and you come in, you give me your Jota and your note, you are listening. Yeah. You have to. So I told him, I'll bring order into the technical unit. I said, this one, the choir, my wife. My wife said, choir, everybody was joining choir. Half of the church is in choir. So I called that one. I said, baby, every time choir sits down, the church looks empty. So I said, we move the choir section. All of you should come and sit down in the body of the church. Yeah. I said, come and sit down in the body of the church. When you want to go and sing, it's a small church. People can come out and hear. Nobody's looking at this excellence nonsense. We're coming to love God together. So one of these I was preaching, I saw one of my young friends, he just sat down, his leg was out, this one. I called his name, I said, Jerry, are you a stupid boy? I just, I said, you know, bitch, you know. I said, you this clown. I said, sit up. I said, where is your note? You don't, I said, I pity your life. <laughs> he was, I said, get a note now and start jotting. I said, I'm not, I'm not preaching to these old ones. Their life is almost finished. <laughs> I told them, I said, it's the I said, they are towards the end of their life. You are just starting. You are sitting there like you have made it. Sit up and jot. <laughs> take, take mm-hmm. He sat up immediately. Took, I said, if, I, if I'm preaching here, then I catch any of you not jotting. Don't care if you are drawing your father's face. Be jotting something. I will teach you discipline. Because the old heads in the church don't know discipline. So they don't jot. They don't even call me Bible something. You know, so it's terrible. Especially because of these multimedia people that paste up scriptures. <laughs> you know, it's a terrible. I think that's the worst thing that's happened to the church. Uh, the worst things that happen. Because people don't even know the Bible verse that is quoted. <laughs> people are just listening to you just roll out mm-hmm. things from your tongue. Nobody knows whether you're quoting scripture or Quran. Nobody knows. <laughs> you know, so. That's <laughs> the most last book I read. Nobody knows what you read. It's just that like multimedia posted something up. You know, so I think it's a very, very, especially in a, in a church that doesn't have the, cult, the custom or the culture or the discipline of reading. Yeah. Now, for a fellowship like Winners, where every month you have books of the book, book of books months, of yeah. book of months, yeah. people are studying and taking it like bishop. So already, when they're even posting up scriptures, they already have the discipline of trying to cram it in. Yeah. But in a lot of these Orthodox churches like ours, first school, that discipline is not there. And so they're just there for you to say, God will bless them. <laughs> That's what they are there for. So I stopped printing handouts for Tuesday service. I said, people cannot judge, then go with what is in it. <laughs> I'm telling you, go with what, how have you just come without, how do you plan to learn anything? Ah, it's like your child will go to school without book. That's what I'll preach next time I go. Don't try to go to school without book. We'll be flogging. We say, memorize it. They, they come home with assignments in his head. 
I come on, you are never eating this. And you know, what did you? Where is your book? He said, No, mommy, it's bread. If we take carnal education that seriously, how much more? An eternal, much? an eternal education. No, they think that it will end when Jesus comes. Hmm. You don't know that we'll be going to Jerusalem to go and learn. <laughs> Say, Come, let's go here and learn. You don't know that you're learning. So, but they think when they just see Jesus Christ, learning has ended. Or oh, more retirement. Because they will just pump. Retirement. They you will enter try. farm again. They will be surprised. <laughs> if they will enter farm again, Jesus Christ says, He will plant vineyard in the back of your house. He will enter farm again. He will be lazy. You think is let there be wine, and then one, they plant over and start. Okay. You think it's a new earth? <laughs> in God's perfect earth, Adam was still family. Mm. You think in that one, God will not family. Thanks for listening to this episode on Plainly Speaking. If you have questions, comments, or suggestions, you can send them to plainlyspeaking22 at gmail.com. I take that again, plainlyspeaking22 at gmail.com. Thank you for listening. Until the next episode, God bless you.